And so I said, okay, well, I'm also recording with somebody else that weekend, but we'll definitely record. And he's like, well, you might want to keep us to second in case we wear you out. I'm like, oh my God, you guys. Oh. Are... <laughs> yeah. oh my. I know. I'm like, if you guys only knew. <laughs> Maybe wearing you out. That's right. <laughs> Hello. Do you not know the whole thing with men and women? <laughs> you guys are like, yep, done. Going to take a nap now. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, We're like again, we're ready. <laughs> right. Like, I'm not done yet. Um, no. I'm not done, or I've only gone twice. I need another. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. They're like, oh, well, I got you there, like, three times. I'm like, yeah, which has yeah. only energized me and now want, made me want it, like, at least twice more. Yeah, now so. I'm on top, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You can lay there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying I'm going to get some, so... Uh... <laughs> We can get it in and out in two hours. <laughs> we can do a quickie. <laughs> How great is that that, like, a quickie is, like, two hours for me? <laughs> <laughs> oh. I like your quickies. Right? <laughs> Man, I can have a whole bunch of quickies. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode 19 of the Screams and Moans podcast, a podcast about movies and sex, but not together, because that would be porn. This episode, I have with me Wifix from the Wherewithal, as like a werewolf, uh, Wherewithal podcast. Hello. Hello. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing fabulous. How are you? Good. I'm glad we finally get to actually meet up and record together. I know. It's been a long time coming. We've been longtime Twitter friends, for those of you who don't follow us already. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so what else have you been up to lately? Oh, just working, pretty much. I... Trying to get my house in order after renovation, painting, blah, blah. <laughs> I was going to say, though, painting and that stuff, well, I want to say it can be fun. It can be exciting. I don't know about fun. It's exciting to get rid of white walls. Mm-hmm. I always, but fun, no. No. I always think painting is more exciting, and then once I'm doing it, I'm like, oh, you know that... What did I do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this isn't fun at all. My arms hurt. And, <laughs> and why does my ass hurt? <laughs> exactly. There's... That's not painting. Um. <laughs> oh, oops. Maybe you're doing it, well, I was going to say doing it wrong, but maybe you're doing maybe it I'm right. Maybe I'm doing it right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Getting some of those hard-to-reach places. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I'm <laughs> I'm kind of with you there on the painting. Um, yeah. Have you enjoyed your summer? Actually... Yeah, I've tried to stay pretty busy this summer, and I'm generally not a big summer person, but um, I've been actually trying to get out and enjoy the sunshine and stuff like that. So last weekend, there's a local sculpture park. By local, I mean it's like a two-hour drive from me almost. (laughs) But um, it's well worth it. It's more like an hour and a half, maybe, uh, called Franconia. And... They have all this outdoor sculpture, but they also do different events. So they had a hot metal pour. So essentially it's where you can make your own sculptures or carve things in sand molds and create these really cool, you know, molten metal pieces of art. Um, And 
they also had a industrial band there as well playing. Was, oh, very nice. Yeah. Savage Oral Hotbed. Oh. Their name, yeah. Oh, my. <laughs> I know. I was like, well, I don't know about you, but I like them already. I do, too. <laughs> I'm going to have to look into them. Exactly. Especially <laughs> their bass player. Uh, just saying. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, it was, um, it was really cool to, to hear something that was a little different and then also, you know, be outside enjoying the sun and the weather and stuff like that. So I've been just trying to go out and seeing different festivals or just, I like to get out and, you know, hop in the car and see where it takes me and stuff like that. So get lost to the day. Yeah, pretty much, you know. Plus, it's some of the stuff like that. It's like you get to meet different people and just be around a lot of cool, artsy people. <laughs> Free spirits. That's right. <laughs> Read into that what you will. No. <laughs> but um, but it is really cool, yeah, to just be with a little bit different crowd. And But yet, um, they do try to keep, you know, their events mainstream enough that there's also families there. And so you kind of get a whole mix of, of people from young to old and families and is really cool. That sounds like fun. Yeah. And then other than that, I had the excitement of editing a podcast, uh, this weekend as well. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're a good multitasker. <laughs> yeah. I was busy as fuck yesterday, but, um, but it's all good. Uh, because then I got to watch Invasion of the Body Snatchers as well, so which uh, is our movie for today. It is. And uh, we're talking about the 1956 version, so it's got Kevin McCarthy. I have to tell you, though, I wasn't expecting it to be a 1956. I was expecting it to be the one in the 80s. Like the newer one? Well. Yeah. So, <laughs> and, and I typically don't do black and white movies. I don't know why but it's not something that I typically like okay. so when I started to watch it I was like uh oh uh oh I'm not sure how long I'm gonna be able to sit through this you're like am I gonna be able to get through this for the show um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like oh shit what did I sign up for <laughs> <laughs> you're like I knew I should have picked that other movie no. <laughs> <laughs> of course that one had subtitles so I mean that's a good movie though <laughs> yeah <laughs> pick your poison black or white or subtitles <laughs> yeah um but yeah well with that then i mean i like a lot of black and white kind of old horror and sci-fi movies so i was kind of down with that but uh did you end up liking it then i did i liked it very much to be honest with you there's not too many black and white that i don't like i'm just i prefer the vibrant colors <laughs> Especially for horror. <laughs> yeah. I want to see the blood and the guts and the... <laughs> so when, you, when you're saying the blood, I'm just thinking, you know, last episode we covered Antichrist. And, um, <laughs> yeah, one graphic scene where she's giving him a hand job and <laughs> that's not the liquid you want to come out of the end of your penis. <laughs> so, and we're laughing about it, so we're obviously two of a kind. <laughs> Sorry, guys, we don't really want to see blood coming out of your penis, no. but. <laughs> That's a, a sign of uh, infection, if you will. <laughs> right. Typically signals from problems. <laughs> we don't want to be near that. No, no. But I don't know, maybe part of the allure for me of the older horror movies is that you do get to see some of. The different, I guess I would say, you know, techniques or scenarios or tricks that people, you know, still mimic today in the older movies. So, you know, the whole story is told from the doctor's perspective and kind of his, at first, mostly kind of anecdotal accounts from other people of what was going on. And then his firsthand accounts of the strange goings-ons in this, of course, little town. <laughs> Yes. That things aren't the same. And I have to say, Becky. Yes. That's in there. She is gorgeous. I know. She was just gorgeous. 
I do like that retro look, and I'm like, man, I should try to rock that. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I know her hair. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But the acting um, back then was so dramatic to me. So when she's like running and... and In her heels, no less. Yes. <laughs> she's like, oh, I can't go anymore. I'm like, take <laughs> off your damn shoes, bitch. Run. Yeah. <laughs> you better break your damn heels. <laughs> Get with the program. <laughs> but that's true. It was really dramatic. Especially I noticed as well... When, you know, they'd romanticize about humanity or even their relationship with one another, you know, it's like, oh, I'll stay here with you forever, you know, and (laughs) very, very over the, over the top. But that was definitely, you know, for that time, that was just how they did it, you know, to portray that. Um, But I do still think, you know, just like there's good and bad horror movies now there's definitely back then as well but i think i think invasion of the body snatchers it's a really good film overall it is it's a um so i had pictured it to be when i started watching it i thought it would be invasion of the body snatchers and it was going to be like a parasite going into the body yeah and that's really not what it was it was more replicating it and um these pods were it was like a garden of people and they took over their, their minds as they slept. And that's not um, what I was expecting from it. So it was very, very good, a very good plot line. Um, And I liked it. I did. Yeah, no, definitely. And I think too, the fact that you couldn't sleep, it didn't add as much suspense as it could have, but it did add a little bit because you're like, well, they can't stay up forever. I mean, they're going to go to sleep. I mean, as it was when they were running from the crowds. And um, I think the music really helped amp up the suspense Didn't with it? that. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that the movie did do that really well. Because the first time they were, you know, hiding away and they ran to his office and they ditched that car in the in the used parking lot, which I thought was actually quite clever yeah um (laughs) and you know they're hiding up in his office and then looking out to watch seeing their perspective of all these different towns coming in and picking up these pods of things to um to take over their town and spread and that's terrifying those (laughs) pods are disgusting too they're gross oh yeah (laughs) And then they open up and they're bubbles. <laughs> all kinds of <laughs> bubbles all over. I noticed that. Although it's like it kind of had the consistency of something else that's not bubbles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. My mind kind of went right there. I was like, oh. <laughs> but yeah, and it was creepy how you know they started out basically with no particular form or features and they would grow and develop into the person that they were replacing, which I thought was really, really weird. Um, Yeah. Well, and then they start reporting. uh, My uncle's not the same. My wife's not the same. It's her, but it's not her. That little boy who ran in and is like, it's not my mom. Like, (laughs) (laughs) how terrifying. (laughs) But, they have no emotion. Yeah. And that's one of the dead giveaways of, of being one. And, and they have no emotion. And I couldn't do it. If I had to, you know how she had to pretend she had no emotion and that didn't work out. I could not pretend yeah. I had no emotion. Well, and I was going to say that was one of the scenes that did make me think about, you know, even stuff you see today, like in zombie movies, it'll be like, oh, let's pretend like we're zombies, you know, the same way that. Yeah that these guys were, you know, okay, we've got to pretend like they've already taken us. I, I couldn't be like that either. Especially with the dog, the dog's getting ready to get hit and you can't scream. (laughs) Right. Yep. That was kind of the giveaway, (laughs) (laughs) but you know, she's like, Oh, sorry. I couldn't help it. You know, exactly. And I feel like at some point, you know, the film was trying to make a point about humanity and appreciating all the emotions that we can feel. 
I don't think they probably made that point as strong as they meant to, but I think it's probably good they didn't or it wouldn't have been as entertaining. Right. <laughs> it would have been just this heavy movie about <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> about how humanity is gone. Um <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> Everything sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I know some people like that. <laughs> Have to put a gag ball in the mouth. That's right. <laughs> you know, we, we came to the conclusion uh, before the show that, you know, if anybody just had a real depressing outlook on life and that, you know, nothing nothing's ever going to work out, it's probably just best that they stay gagged for the entirety of it because we don't need to hear their bitching, so... <laughs> Once in a while, it's fine. Right. <laughs> After that, you get a gag ball. That's right. And, you know, maybe then you'll appreciate when you can talk. <laughs> you'll thank us later. <laughs> That's right. I know this is tough for you now, but someday. You'll learn to appreciate it. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> oh, it's like we're already melding into the second half and we're in the first. <laughs> That's how we roll. <laughs> True. I was going to say, having you on, I should know that it was going to just go that way. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was going to say, in terms of the film, um, what were some of the scenes that were more vivid for you or more memorable for you? Um, probably, okay, a couple of things. The first part was when they were going to dinner, and, and I'm not sure why. Maybe it's because I'm a pervert. But they're going to dinner, and he's kissing her. Uh, he's kissing Becky, and they're kind of, like, implying they're going to have sex. But back then, they, they couldn't show that on screen. They couldn't make right. those references. So that stands out to me. I'm like, huh, why not just take her right then and there? Right? <laughs> and then... Um, because unlike us, they had some fucking tact. <laughs> <laughs> right? What is that? <laughs> Sorry, sorry. <laughs> You're taking me to dinner? Okay, I'll drop my dress. <laughs> um, can I drop it before dinner and then we can go to dinner? Because then I'll be hungry. <laughs> I'm going to dinner pantyless. <laughs> I thought that was the only way you can go to dinner. <laughs> ah, sorry. Are you getting excited over there? <laughs> The cat was hiding underneath the computer table and something spooked her and she like yanked the headphones off my head. So, let's try oh, that again. so your your pissy jumped out. That's right. <laughs> she was <laughs> uh, Yeah, well <laughs> it's like going back to it. Yeah, I, I thought that was the only way you went to dinner was um pantyless, so no, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and then you dropped the dress for dessert. That's right. Drop it, lift it, you know, whichever works. Although lifting it is giving me a whole different image that maybe. <laughs> <laughs> the other diners might not appreciate that. Um, or maybe they will. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, I can't wait to get home, so. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess the other part would be when they're running from, from um, the town. They're running up all those stairs and... They're trying to to survive, and they're hiding. They're trying to stay quiet. They're trying to stay awake. And it's basically all these improbable <laughs> situations. It's it's not going to... You can't... They're hiding under these, these uh, like, planks, and you can see right through them. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised no one... At that time, I'm like, someone's going to look down and notice them there. Like... I know. It's like, put your head down, your face... <laughs> Right. Your dark hair is not going to be as noticeable as your white face. Right, your stark <laughs> white face looking up at people. <laughs> Turn around um, and not sleeping. Right, because I don't know, you know, it's like I've been exhausted before and if you lay down for any amount of time like they would have had to in there, oh, you would have already conked out. Oh, and I can sleep anywhere. If I get comfy and lay my head, I'm done. Oh, it yeah. takes it takes me like two minutes to fall asleep. Yeah, I don't have that problem either. I've 
you know, like I've been with friends in the hospital and stuff and I'll be sleeping in, in a chair, not like a loungy chair, like literally just <laughs> a chair. It's like the doctor's stool. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, can I curl up in a ball in here? Yep, I can. Um, you know, or luckily when I fly and stuff like that, I have no problem falling asleep on planes or in the airport or wherever. In the car. Right. Preferably not when I'm driving. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that's just on Friday nights. <laughs> like it's real late. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't have that problem either, but that was definitely memorable for me too. And I was thinking, can you imagine the amount of extras they had to have to get like that mass of people running after them? Oh, I know scene? the entire town. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was a really good scene. Although when Becky finally falls asleep, I found of all the parts of this film, that was kind of the most predictable. I kind right. of felt like you knew when he was going out and he left her alone that that was going to happen. Yeah, you're like, you idiot. Right. <laughs> Come on, dude. Haven't you seen any horror movies? <laughs> <laughs> you never split up, okay? <laughs> And then he says, I should have never left you alone. No, 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 you shouldn't have. Yeah. Now you did. Now you're alone. That's right. For the rest of your life. Stop bitching. (laughs) (laughs) You did this to yourself. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, speaking of that, you know, then it leads up to at the end, you know, you're panning back to he's now told this entire story and they think he's crazy until a guy comes in to the ER as well. And they talk about that they had to remove a bunch of pods off of the top of them. And they just kind of left that, you know, in a panicked cliffhanger for the film. And it literally says the end. Yeah. (laughs) I was kind of like, but but I want to know what happens. There's no to be continued. The end. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. (laughs) You know, they're they're calling in the troops. Um, It's an emergency, but... We don't get to find out what happens. But the end. (laughs) (laughs) That's like, you know, just about getting to your climax and all of a sudden he pulls out and he's like, yeah, I'm, you know. I'm I'm done. I'm hungry. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) What? What the fuck? Wait, wait. (laughs) (laughs) Panic. I'm not done. (laughs) Come back here. (laughs) Just lay there. Right? I'll take care of it. Exactly. You don't have to do anything. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good analogy. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> you know, it gives a whole new meaning to Invasion of the Body Snatchers, I guess. Um, <laughs> I know, being that it has that title. You would think, you know, maybe it could have some sexy elements, but. I guess, like you said, they did uh, They did actually pretty strongly allude to the fact that they were going to have sex and they weren't married, which back then I think would have been a pretty big deal. Big no-no. No. Yeah, especially when he's a doctor and she's, you know, seemed to be from quite, you know, a well-respected, proper family. Because, I mean, she had traveled, she'd just come back. Yeah. Well, they kind of talk about their spouses or ex-spouses. Oh, that's true. When she was cooking for him, which, by the way, she boiled an egg in two minutes. <laughs> right? Is that like the George Foreman of boiling <laughs> eggs? He's like, how long does it take? Two minutes. What? She put like four of them in there. And they were like, bam, done. You know? <laughs> well, and again, they, they kind of alluded again because the guy's like, well, can we stay here? And he's like, well, I kind of had some other plans, but... <laughs> <laughs> Way to be a cock block, dude. Yeah, and then he's talking to that other lady, and she, he goes, oh, you can call her at my house. Why is she at your house? Mm, she'll tell you. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't kiss and tell, but she will. <laughs> Ask her for the deets. <laughs> <laughs> she was so wrecked, she can't even come to the phone right now. <laughs> <laughs> She's recovering. <laughs> Call her in a few hours. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. See, we're even making this movie dirty. (laughs) Um, That's what we do. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, since we're already there, maybe we should uh, move on to part two of the show. <laughs> Get to the real sexy part. <laughs> try to woo us with their uh, best pickup lines yeah there you go <laughs> <laughs> see speaking of pickup lines um we could probably get talking about that so um this episode the question we put out there is what's the best sext or pickup line that you've either you know received or seen or heard um and we actually got quite a bit of listener responses on this one which i love but of course, first, I want to hear what my guest has to say. Okay, so you did say best or worst. <laughs> so I have a couple of them. All right. And unfortunately, they were not good. Not good? Not good. So I just got one about a week or two weeks ago via DM, actually. <laughs> on Twitter from this um, guy and he's he texts or he DMs you know how how are you good it's quite innocent and then all of a sudden wow there's this pickup line of I see on your bio that you're into beer and sex I think we're a match <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, um, no. <laughs> no we're not actually <laughs> So that didn't get a response. <laughs> no response for me. Yeah. And the worst one that I have um, was I call him my stalker. At work, I had this guy come in, and it's kind of a a physical pickup line or physical pickup, and then a verbal. So. Oh, it's like a two-parter. It is a two-part. It's more than just two-part, but we'll just go with those two. Okay. He gets a lollipop because we have lollipops at work and he starts licking it as if he's licking pussy and making sure I can see him and meanwhile he's talking to me about how beautiful I am and where we can go and what we can do and blah blah not into it and then so I have pictures of my kids on my desk and all of a sudden this is his pickup line okay are your tubes tied what? <laughs> um, hi. Um, that was my response right there. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> what do you say to that? Yeah, there's not really. I can't think of a good response. Uh, <laughs> if someone can, you should definitely let the show know. Maybe I'll um, <laughs> I can put it out on the next one, and you know, or pass it along. <laughs> I think the best response to that is that, does that really work on people? <laughs> right. <laughs> so has that ever really gotten you any? Because <laughs> the other thing as well is, I mean, we're visual kind of, but I think the whole sucking on something or licking something works a lot better for women um, than it does for men. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I'm picturing how, you know, um, men that I know lick pussy, and I'm trying to imagine that on a, on it was, a lollipop. It was not um, impressive. <laughs> You're like, first of all, you previewed that, which already I'm not impressed. And then you asked me a real creepy question. <laughs> Very creepy. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's... um. Definitely creepy. So um, for mine, I have a couple of sexts and I have pickup lines that have... Yes. (laughs) 
And, um, well, for the sex, I have to say, I must have, um, I, I don't know that I want to say, like, fancy sexters. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd say most of mine have been audio or video. Oh, my. Yeah, so it's not even just, you know, yeah, typing back and forth can be kind of hot. But if you actually hear their voice or see it. Like, someone actually sent me a video of them kind of doing the windmill with their cock naked, just standing in a mirror. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, I, I like to have a good laugh, and I definitely had a good laugh at that one. Um, you know, so... How, did... how did that come about? Like, just, here, here's my windmill. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of like a good morning. You know, like, oh, good morning. Um, Wow. <laughs> <laughs> You know, good morning. <laughs> right. I felt maybe I should have, you know, started jumping up and down on the bed in a mirror or something to send something back. <laughs> I wasn't really sure how to respond to that one, you know. <laughs> that might have been the right way, actually. <laughs> just, just do that tomorrow. <laughs> there, there we go. <laughs> um, you know, or, you know, some some in the shower, maybe. Like, that can be kind of sexy. Um. Not the bathroom, just the shower. The shower. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, and then I've I've had times where I might be going back and forth with someone, but we're actually sending little audio clips, which that can be pretty hot too, because then you can, um, yeah, they can kind of hear my turned on voice versus my everyday voice. <laughs> There's a difference for those there of you that is. listen to the show. <laughs> Different tone. Yes, it's definitely a different tone. And then for for pickup lines, uh, it's probably be a little more revealing about me, but, you know, people should be used to it by now. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably part of why they listen to the show, actually. Probably a little piece. <laughs> just a little, a just little a bit. Li- just a little. <laughs> just the tip. Um, <laughs> I have had someone be like, you want to just play a game of just the tip? Like, um, <laughs> like, does that really does work? Does that really work? Exactly. Because I want to play a game of put it all in. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, again, I don't want to be frustrated. I mean, jeez. <laughs> then I start getting pissy. Um, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but, um... One of them recently, actually, was um, someone wrote me and they asked me, like, so did you ever get your nipples pierced? And I was like, what? Uh, um, uh, no, actually, I didn't. Um, and they're like, because I always thought that you should. You know, I thought, I bet you have really good nipples for that. And I was like, what? <laughs> wow. So that's their hope. Uh, oh, I, you want to see? Right. <laughs> Here. What do you think? Uh, well, maybe they heard I was an exhibitionist, you know? They were banking on that chance. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, that that was an interesting one. And, um, yeah, this next one, it was a couple of years ago, but uh, it was someone who actually I ended up dating for a bit as well. Um, but, yeah, he came up to me at this party. It was... I'll say it was a very specific type of party. I'll just preface it with that. Um, And it's probably not as dirty as the rest of you are going to think now when you hear this. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But he actually came up to me and um, we'd never met before. I had no idea who this person was. And they they came up to me and um, introduced themselves, you know, and um, said, hello, do you know you're dancing in my cage? (laughs) And I was like, Oh, <laughs> am I? And uh, he's like, yeah, uh, it's it's my house, and uh, that that's my cage. So um, that was a rather different way to meet somebody. <laughs> and where did that go from there? Uh, that that night. <laughs> well, well, that night. Um, it just led to having some conversations. Um, I eventually got out of the cage, uh, though I do enjoy dancing. So I was in there for a bit longer. Um, and 
you know, maybe doing some entertaining. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, it did lead to talking and, um, you know, setting up a date. Um, probably just some kissing. I don't, I know for sure we didn't, um, you know, we didn't seal the deal that night or anything like that. But, um, yeah, I can't say I've ever been approached like that before or since then. <laughs> so his cage did it for you, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, I can come dance in here whenever I want. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> right? Exactly. No, nobody has to be here. It's okay. I'll just turn on the music and um, <laughs> I'll have a good time. It's all good. I'll uh, do a quickie. <laughs> you know, two hours. <laughs> Um, so yeah, um, like I said, again, now that I've (laughs) revealed quite a bit about me, um, maybe it's time to reveal a little bit about my listeners. (laughs) Ooh, yes. So first, we have Dave, and, uh, he's got a nice story. Doesn't he? I know. Ugh. We'll have to get to it. (laughs) It's like, ugh, I must be really turned on. I'm getting the turned on voice (laughs) on right now. (laughs) Um... So several years ago, we used to have a monthly boys' night out, and this particular week, the venue of choice was the small market town where I live. As with all UK market towns, we're not particularly short of watering holes, and on this particular occasion, we selected four landing points, the aim being to have two to three in each, and then the boys could crash at mine before work the next day. The wife was away at the time. Yay! (laughs) I added the yay, but there's exclamation points. There is. That that speaks to it. (laughs) One of the company didn't get out much, and to be fair, he was pretty much hammered by the sixth pint. The sixth, like, I'm hammered after the second. That's a side (laughs) note. (laughs) For when I'm back in England. Um, (laughs) But, um, and was claiming he was going to bed one of the local wenches, and I told him the best venue where he could pull. He started off trying to schmooze his way into the company of several ladies, but to no effect. He then decided to go for the one-hit wonders, which mostly ranged from bet you'd look good in leather (laughs) to ever had plastic. (laughs) I've got nothing to say to that one. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) But... No joy was had that night, poor lad. On the flip side, the same night, some of the other guys were taking bets on their chances of scoring later on in the proceedings. In the same venue, a couple of guys asked me if there was anything I fancied trying my hand at. Well, I've never won for wanting to shit on my own doorstep, so I was pointing out all the people I knew or were with someone I knew. Just then, across the crowded room, I spotted her. Five foot nothing, gorgeous long black hair, and a bod to die for. I think this could be us. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Boom, I said, that's the one. Money was banked, and off I set on my quest. Hi, don't look now, but that bunch of monkeys just bet me 30 pounds I couldn't get into your knickers tonight. I love romance in a relationship. (laughs) Really? Do you think I'm that cheap? She came back, but with a smile on her lips. Probably not, but it could be a giggle. Mm, Possibly, she said, looking me up and down. How long do you take? Five minutes, I bet? I've got more than that, babe, I replied. Okay, show me what you've got. And with that, she grabbed me by the hand and we went outside. After walking a couple of minutes down the road, she collapsed into hysterics. This young hussy used to be my next door neighbor a few years earlier. After a drink in another venue, we wandered back in. I gave her a peck on the cheek and went back to the crowd. Had better, was the only thing I could think of saying. Just to finish this off. I've just checked the facts, and they seem pretty much correct. When I say checked, I've discussed them then with the girlfriend, who is the hussy in the second part of the story. (laughs) (laughs) That is an awesome story, though. That is great. (laughs) Oh, 
he was probably the envy of all his mates that night. <laughs> well. <laughs> and I like her. Yeah. She's sassy. And has a good sense of humor. <laughs> Five minutes, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, obviously she was great because, I mean, they're together now. But <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. I mean, it's no uh, Megan's quickie, but. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, sometimes when you go have a Megan quickie, you might have to worry about lube after a while (laughs) because two two hours is a long time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I've had quicker. (laughs) (laughs) I've had an hour and 45 minute quickie. (laughs) Oh, So who do we have up next? So next is Fenton. And he says, the one I used on my now wife was something along the lines of, so are you going to go out with me or what? (laughs) That's so cute. It's all innocent. (laughs) (laughs) Like, um, I'm interested. Uh, What do you think? (laughs) That's cute. Nice. It worked. Oh, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) and then we have michael c oh this one's kind of a long one not uh, not quite a story just um yeah you'll see what i mean (laughs) he said there's 20 letters in the alphabet their reply no there's 26 my reply oh yeah i forgot you are a qt She smiled and said, that's cute, but you're still missing one. That's only 25. My reply, don't worry, you'll get the D later. (laughs) (laughs) So so Michael, does that work? (laughs) I was kind of going to say, I don't think I would fall for that one. I'd probably be like, I think you have to be more more worried about you getting the D later. (laughs) (laughs) See what he says about that. (laughs) Oh. Well, this one from Jeff B says, I received, so he's getting the pickup line. When can I saddle up and ride that mustache again? Oh, oh, I like that one. (laughs) I don't know, Jeff. That one's pretty good. And lucky that you know, good on her. There's not that many women, I think, that are assertive enough to go after the guys that they like. No. So, yes, good for her. Jeff, <laughs> I like that one, Jeff. And good for Jeff, finding... <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just thinking about mustache rides. Um, or that yeah. scene in, like, Super Troopers where <laughs> who wants a mustache ride? I do! I do! <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> oh, speaking of humor and laughing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So the next two are actually from the now defunct, I shouldn't even mention it, but um, Royal and Doodle Show. So Angus said, Do you have pet insurance? Because I'm going to ruin your pussy tonight. <laughs> <laughs> And who said romance is dead? <laughs> well, this is kind of kind of like your you, your pussy jumped up tonight. Yeah, she did. She did <laughs> everything. <laughs> oh, you that know. that's that's great. <laughs> and, and Tommy Royal says mine are usually sorry. <laughs> that one has got to work. Oh, I'm sure. Knowing those gents, they probably both work. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh. And then we have Dr. Norman Trousers from the Cast of Mirth podcast. (laughs) I don't know the meaning of jaw ache and can breathe through my ears. (laughs) 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 All right. (laughs) And I can breathe through my nose. (laughs) Don't know what gagging is, so... Good job, Megan. 
I had to come up with something back to that. <laughs> now that is skill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, Irv says, can I smell your fanny? No. Must be your feet then. <laughs> Maybe he's my secret foot stalker. <laughs> <laughs> confession hour time <laughs> and how dare he say that our fannies would smell <laughs> fuck you Irv actually don't fuck you Irv <laughs> no you have to be punished Ooh. oh wait <laughs> Gino had a smack ass <laughs> That's, that is an important skill to have it is it is a skill Oh, some people have it, some don't. <laughs> um, and then we have Robert P. Excuse me, but you have food on your boobs. <laughs> <laughs> there has to be a follow-up to that, though. There has to be a, can I help you get it? Yeah, there definitely has to be. Because otherwise you're just being polite. Like you could, you could say, excuse me, you have food on your boobs, and it happens to be my favorite. Right. Here, let me lick it off. <laughs> Come here. Right. <laughs> Come here often. <laughs> oh no? Well, you will. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm liking this question. <laughs> oh. And then we have one more. So I'll let you give that one. Oh, the last one is McShane from Growler Radio and Drunkard's Call. Random public nudity and public text to me when I least expect it. Best text. Oh. Yeah, that's, uh, that is definitely sexy. Oh, definitely. Man, random public nudity. Hmm. <laughs> like... Public text to me when I least expect it. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. <laughs> so you have to be in the public nude and text you those pictures? That's a good question. Hmm. Or maybe he was just getting excited about it being in public. So stated it twice. Or either or he likes. That's true. So like a good morning picture of... <laughs> <laughs> of you jumping on the bed. <laughs> you would least expect that. <laughs> Very true. And maybe he's in public when he receives it. Ah, so it's kind of like, be careful of how you open this up. You never know what you get. Right. Oh, my coworker's right next to me, but you just sent me this. Right. That would be very exciting. Yeah, I've had that happen before. But, um, well, with that, I just want to say, you know, thanks to everyone who submitted their answers to this episode's question. I do love that uh, we hear from so many people, and I really do think you guys help add to the show. Because eventually you'll get tired of hearing about my shit. (laughs) Never. (laughs) Well, hopefully never. Um, So, yeah, thanks for that. And we also had a submission after recording... But uh, I wanted to include it since it was a good one. So, Spug says, Sexting is something me and my wife do on regular occasions, or at least our version of it. I use Tumblr to follow some choice picture threads. Whenever I'm feeling horny, be that at 7 in the morning, or in the middle of my working day, or late in the evening, sat on the couch watching TV, I check out Tumblr, pick out a few kinky images, and send them over to my wife. I get a kick out of checking out the images, and she gets a surprise in her inbox. Attached are the previous images sent. You get the idea. And uh, I have to say, (laughs) looking at some of these uh, images... It would definitely be nice. Uh, And a bit of a surprise. So yeah, thanks for sharing, Spug. For next episode, I want to know, how do you know that you're good at sex? I mean, how how do you know? Is it feedback? Is it just something you innately know? Is it something you can learn? I don't know. But um, yeah, I think we're going to cover that topic on the next Screams and Moans. And um, if you have an answer to that 
I especially love audio, which I was hoping we would get some audio for these pickup lines, you know. But well, you can always have a, hopefully, maybe for the next one, Tony can send in a drunken audio. I really enjoy those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's becoming a nice habit of Tony's to leave us some drunken audio on the Screams and Moan show. <laughs> get on that, Tony. That's right. Your assignment for next episode. <laughs> You're, you have a new part in the show. You always have to send audio. Drunken audio. Drunken audio. And those of you out there who think about sending me drunken audio, I think you should definitely, you know, just hit that record button and email it to screamsandmoans at gmail.com. So, yeah, hopefully I'll hear from a bunch of you for next episode. And um, with that, I think we're going to have to take our sex and pick up lines and everything else. And... um... (laughs) Put them to work. That's right. <laughs> so um, how about you um, let my listeners know how they can check you out on one of your podcasts or on Twitter, however you'd like to um, have people get in touch with you if they're interested in hearing a bit more of what you do. Yeah, you can check me out on uh, Twitter at RealWithix. Um, my podcast is Wherewithal. Share the where on Twitter. And you can find me also on wickedradionetwork.com. All right. Well, great. And as always, you can find the Screams and Moans show on Twitter at Screams and Moans. We also have our Facebook page, which, of course, is the Facebook address slash Screams and Moans. And our website, www.screamsandmoans.com. And as for downloading, of course, you can always find us on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Uh, If you do check us out there and you're liking what you hear, I'd really appreciate a nice five-star rating and a little review uh, or a thumbs up on Stitcher. So uh, with that, (laughs) hopefully um, you'll be coming here more often. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, everybody have a good night. Bye. Bye.